Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to the third hour of the Colleen and Bradley show. We got a podcast roundup for you because Holly's been listening to something she wants to tell us about. And um, there's actually some movie recommendations to go along with it. Good afternoon. You're listening, as I said, to the third hour of the Colleen and Bradley show. I'm the Bradley. Uh, Colleen will be back tomorrow. Holly, what are you listening to? And if you have a good Sonic recommendation, 651-641-1071. When you're not listening to the Colleen and Bradley show, when you're not listening to the other wonderful programs on My Talk 1071, what else are you listening to? 651-641-1071. What are you listening to? I rediscovered a podcast that I used to listen to years ago, and I'm glad that I got back on the train of You Must Remember This. Oh, yes. yes. Karina Longworth. Karina Longworth still enunciating her T's like nobody's business. You must remember this. Yes. The podcast about the secret author, or the secret and or forgotten history of Hollywood's first century although that was like her first season I think. yeah well this one is a part of hollywood's first century too so going back to this because i was like geez what kind of new new podcast can i get myself into well her latest season of you must remember this a podcast about old hollywood the theme is erotic 80s erotic 80s what does erotic that mean one 80s. it means it's talking about all the horny movies of yore because oh, interesting <laughs> because if you've been paying attention to movies that have been released in theaters lately they're decidedly unsexy there's nothing sexy at least to me about the marvel cinematic universe oh sure there's nothing I mean, there's I, no overt sexuality, is what yeah. You're there's no overt sexuality. Forget about any kind of eroticism and any of that stuff. But if you want to go back, there was a time in Hollywood's history when they were trying to cash in on sex in a very specific way. And this podcast series goes back and explains the story of erotic 80s and specifically movies in the 80s and 90s. And so I've started my own movie club, just me and by myself. Listening to this podcast, you must remember this, and then watching the movies that they discuss. Oh, so does she do like a different movie each episode? Yeah, a different movie or a different subject matter. So each episode tells the story of a movie star and maybe the subsequent erotic movie that they were associated with. So like, give us an example of one of the movies that she covers. For example, over the weekend... I watched the movie 10 for the first time. Oh, with Bo Derek. With Bo Derek and Dudley Moore. And so that movie, which, by the way, 
uh, you know, has its moments, but it goes into the history of 10. It goes into the history of Bo Derek as a sex symbol. And that story is very fascinating, too. Well, Bo Derek um, as a sex symbol. And Holly's picking up the phone to take your recommendation as well. So she'll jump back in in a moment. I don't know that I've ever actually seen 10. That's a movie by Blake Edwards. And as um, Holly mentioned, Dudley Moore. So I'd be curious to see. Um, I just feel like a lot of these movies are probably going to just seem very of their time. I don't oh, know. Yeah. What did you think? They're totally of their time. 10 is completely of 1979. And I watched another movie this weekend. We you know, we talked about Lauren Hutton and the Dirt Alert update. I watched American Gigolo for the first time. Oh. She is a co-star in that. Early 80s. Early 80s. 82. Yeah. So yeah. it is fascinating. It's fun. It's my own little film history class. That I, I'm I love right this now. idea. I, I also want her or somebody to do like a podcast season about like the horny comedy movies of the 1980s because like as a child of the you know films of the 80s that was like a huge like booby movies i don't know what they would (laughs) call them but just like all of the films all comedies (laughs) of that era i mean boobies yeah there had to be like a booby shot right porkies porkies revenge of the nerds um god american not american graffiti but what's the last american virgin i think that was the name of the movie that a movie i think the last, the last American, American Virgin, but yes, yeah, 1982. Yeah, the, those early '80s movies, and interestingly enough, that those movies were coming out at the same time as these dramatic, horny movies. So you had two sides of that. I'm very curious. Does she talk at all? Um, and you know, I know we have someone on the phone, so we'll get right to them in a moment. And if you guys want to share your podcast recommendations, feel free to give us a jingle. But. I, does she talk at all about so, you know, from the 1970s, there was this sort of like jettisoning of like all, you know, standards in film and like people just were going everywhere. And there was just this sort of like, because we can, we will sort of just show all sorts of things in film like that. Perhaps we wouldn't. The reason we don't do it today is because it's like just because you can like we've done it all. Right, right, right. Well, like, she, does she talk about essentially why there was a flowering of that particular type of film in that period? Yeah, she does go into that in the first couple episodes where it's a, a mixture of the rating system going into effect. The code system that Hollywood followed from the 1930s disintegrated and was replaced by the rated R, rated PG, rated G system that we know today. Then also people wanting to cash in on things like the mixture of you know, pornography movies kind of going mainstream in the early 70s, going into detail about the movie Deep Throat and its kind of art house mm, contemporary Last Tango in Paris. Both movies are very problematic and they go into the reasoning why what we know now about those films definitely makes you look at them from a different angle. Fabulous. Again, that podcast series is You Must Remember This, the most recent uh, series the erotic 80s let's go to cassie she's got to listen for us i think hey cassie what are you listening to hi i'm listening to a podcast called maintenance phase oh yeah tell us about maintenance phase this is a a wonderfully um popular podcast yeah so it's a i think a writer and a journalist and they go through and basically debunk uh different like health and wellness scams and myths um it's really interesting but also very very funny um there's a whole episode about dr oz 
and different diets and BMI and all kinds of topics. It's very good. Yeah, and it's um, one of the co-hosts, Michael Hobbs, uh, formerly of... Oh gosh, and now I'm going to... You're wrong about. You're wrong about, yeah, exactly. And that's another great listen. So if you run out of maintenance phase episodes, head over to that podcast, although he's not co-hosting that anymore. Right. Cassie, thank you so much for that recommendation. Uh, Let's go to Winnie. Winnie has a great listen for us on the Colleen and Bradley show. Hey, Winnie, what are you listening to? Hey, when um, I'm out of range of you guys, I listen to a podcast called uh, Sword and Scale. It's true crime episodes, you know? Yeah. And then so often the criminal is from Florida, and I think of you guys every time he says Florida because, you know, all the weirdos are from Florida. Exactly. Crazy, stupid idiots. What's the name of the podcast again? Sword and Scale. Sword and Scale. Winnie, thank you so much. We'll put that on the list. Sword and Scale, a true crime. Lots of people from Florida listen. Ah, uh, yes. Sonic Treats. Sonic Treats. There's so many of them. I was just trying to like open up my podcast app to see uh, what I've been listening to of late. I mean, I am all over the map, man. I don't have any good... Uh, sort of like narrative listens, mm-hmm. you know, it's sort of the, the usual suspects. Um, so yeah, I'm not going to give you any recommendations cause I don't have any. Okay. Although I will say that I take that back. There is a, a fun podcast I just listened to that is local in nature and it is from the star tribune. It's called curious Minnesota and they're like short little bites of uh, questions like people will have questions like, why do we do this in Minnesota? Or why is this a thing in Minnesota? And uh, their most recent episode aired Thursday. Why do Minnesotans have accents? And they had a nice discussion with a linguist about our delightful Minnesota accent. That's called Curious Minnesota. Thank you. You're welcome. All right, Holly from Podcast Listens to uh, Publationships, Lies and Celebrities Who Tell Them. We're going to get the Cobra Gang together when we come back to talk about Jennifer... And Ben, right here on my talk, 107.1. We need to get the Cobra Gang together because there is a pop culture mystery that needs to be solved. And only you guys can help us here on the Colleen and Bradley show here on my talk, 107.1. I'm Bradley Trainer. Hey, Holly Roberts. Let's do it. Whenever there's trouble, we're the double. We're the Cobra Gang. If you've got the crime, we've got the time. Um, here's the thing, Holly. I know you guys talked about this story when I was gone on Thursday, but Ben Affleck is pushing back on, um, the story as it came out. And I thought we should figure out what's really going on because honestly, the timeline of all of this is getting very confusing Mm -hmm. and it seems like there's some trash. Here's the headline. This was an exclusive from people. Ben Affleck says he's not recently been on Raya after selling Sunset Star. Emma Hernan says they matched. Okay, you guys talked about this, I think, on Thursday that um, the selling Sunset Star said that she matched with uh, Ben Affleck. And I think this was on one of the episodes of the show. Um, she said, let's see. Do, 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 do. 
Uh, remember when Ben Affleck went viral because he sent some girl, uh, somebody else said this to her and she chimed in. He may or may not have been texting me at the time. He may or may not have asked to grab coffee a few times. I didn't go. You could have foiled Benifer, she says. He was on the hunt, right? It was right before that. So maybe they wouldn't, they wouldn't have happened. We have Boston connection in common. So that was his opening pickup line. Okay. So that seems like a legitimate thing that she shared on this episode of Selling Sunset. Mm Mm-hmm. I think that's what you guys talked about on Thursday. Yes, we talked about that. And then we also talked about the subsequent, mm, perhaps, fudging of the Ben Affleck-Jennifer Lopez romance timeline. Yeah, so she references in here that this was, remember when Ben Affleck went viral because he sent some girl, blah, blah, blah. And that's the thing I think you're referring to. And we have previously referenced that between him uh, leaving uh, Ana de Armas and before he was with Jennifer Lopez, he had this very public um, interaction, is the right word maybe, with a woman on Raya. Yeah, and that woman's name was Navine J. And she shared a video that Ben Affleck made and DM'd her and made it public being like, yeah, he was on Raya, Raya, and she. Or maybe al- it's Raya. I don't know. I don't know either. I'm not that fancy. Well, I'm also not single, and I don't go on bougie dating apps. <laughs> All of the above. Uh, but she shared that that went viral. Then there was a subsequent conversation on whether or not that was a breach of privacy. That was a thing last year. But the timeline is all kind of fudged between April and May of 2021. Yeah. Also, I in the reading of this article, because, again, what this article is suggesting, and by the way, it says it's a people exclusive and it's making Ben, uh, it's basically saying that Ben, um, let's see, the actual words. Uh, well, the story says Raya has confirmed or Raya has confirmed that he, Ben Affleck, has not been an active member for several years. So pushing back directly on um, directly on the notion that. Ben would have been on the app at that time. Hmm. And apparently what this all amounts to is there was apparently an interaction between the Selling Sunset star and Ben Affleck on Raya in 2019. Interesting. So this would indicate that she was sort of fudging the timeline herself, like that she was conflating what happened in that in-between time back in April of 2021. Mm Mm-hmm. Just right? last year. Yeah. Um, all the days all run together. Yeah. It's hard to keep track. So she was sort of like trying to say that this was all happening at the same time. And um, this actually, if you go back to her, they, they, you know, contacted her after the fact. And she was talking about an event in 2019. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAP. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Uh, so it was kind of conflating things, but let's go back to the awkward timing that you referenced, uh, April to May of 2021. Yes. What did you guys say about it at the time on Thursday? Well, now that this Raya stuff was coming up to the surface again, it was reminding everyone of the fudgy timeline of Ben Affleck, Jennifer Lopez 2.0, being that the news that Jennifer Lopez and Alex Rodriguez had broken up, that happened in March. March 12th is when Page Six ran the exclusive story that Jennifer Lopez and Alex Rodriguez broke up, calling off their engagement of two years. Then it's like May, April, May 2021 that there are reports that Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck were spotted vacationing in Montana Mm -hmm. with a source saying that they looked very happy together. Then another source saying in May that Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez had always loved each other and they wouldn't be surprised if they ended up back together. So there is this painting of the narrative of Ben Affleck, Jennifer Lopez, Benifer, Genifer, that they're trying to tidy up a storyline that by all means could be extremely messy behind the scenes. Also, remember, there was this whole conversation about how he had been sending her letters during the filming of her movie, which I think was in February, January or February of that year, like encouraging, like they were at pains to be like, oh, it wasn't like love letters, but no, you know, that's right. They were in contact. But it, I always thought the Raya Raya thing where he all of a sudden was like messaging that girl, that was like, that to me seemed planned, like as a PR thing, like he was probably getting some money from them from the app to like, you know, promote them. But then they also, like I said, in this article, come out and say he hasn't been on there for several years or active for several years. Right. Which begs the question, well, what happened back in, you know, so I feel like to your point, somebody is trying to rewrite the timeline. Yeah. And usually they they can be successful because most people don't care and aren't questioning. But that's why we have the Cobra gang, because... It's exactly what we do. Yeah. Hold celebrities accountable to their lies. I think the one conclusion that we can be safe at having is that the Benefer Agenifer timeline is a lot more messy than they want us to know. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. 100%. Yeah. And we will continue to dig and dig and dig until we get to the truth. And when we come back, crazy, stupid idiots, dumb people doing dumb things right here on My Talk 107. Bradley show on my talk 1071. We got a lot of dumb people for you. They're just average folk. We call them crazy, stupid idiots. And Holly's going to make it happen right now. Make it happen. Well, then, I guess one could say that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Yeah! Colleen and Bradley present CSI. 
It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again, oftentimes in the state of Florida. And sometimes other places like Florida. Oh, fun. We're starting in Florida. Fun. Bradley, we're going to the happiest place on Earth. Yay. Yay. We're going to Disney World. Okay. If we have to. I know. I know. I actually got an invitation to go this coming fall and I declined. I do want to go. I should be clear. I do want to go at some point, but this is going with children. And while I love the children in question, I would like to experience it sans kiddos for the first time. Because when you're there with the kids, then it has to be about the kids. Yeah, and I'm too selfish. I need it to be about me. Let's be clear. Which is fine, but you've never been to Disney World, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, so then you Disneyland, not Disney World. Yeah, so then you have to make it about... Your experience. Now, uh, we're going outside of the Magic Kingdom, which is in Florida, and we got to meet a guy named Quincy Campbell. Quincy Campbell. Yeah. Hey, he was trying to get into the Magic Kingdom. Um, But Quincy was wearing a unfortunate piece of maybe what he considered jewelry. Oh, God. As he was trying to get inside Disney World. And Bradley, I want you to tell me what kind of jewelry he was wearing. It was a kind of a homemade thing. A little DIY. Uh, it was a uh, chicken McNugget. That's- I saw that on a, um Instagram ad. You know how you get those Amazon Instagram ads? Do you get those where you've got like weird products? And you're like, what the, why do they, literally it was a necklace with a, ch- a fake chicken McNugget. That tells me a lot about your algorithm, Bradley. I mean, does it though? Because <laughs> it never makes any sense. Anyway, uh, so it wasn't that. No, um, okay, it was wasn't. it Was it a can of peas? It was not a can of peas. Uh, not food related? Not food related. Oh, was it weapony? It was weapony. Okay. Was it like a sword? No. Oh. Well, then, it was probably a gun. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Quincy was wearing a gun around his neck like a necklace going through security at Disney World. Like, wait, it was an actual gun? Yeah, an actual oh, God. gun. What? Yeah, but then it gets worse, Bradley. Oh. But wait, there's more. Quincy then panicked. And pulled a plastic baggie from his pocket and then put the contents in his mouth as deputies tried to stop them. Now, I can't. Now, uh, he tried to put a gun in his no, mouth. No, 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 no. He walked through security and then was like, Oh, I've got this gun necklace. Oh boy, they're going to catch me now. I'm going to take the baggie out of my pocket and then I'm going to put what's in the baggie into my mouth. Oh, what's in the baggie was drugs. A chalky white substance. I don't think he was carrying around Kool-Aid, you you know, and you used to dip your finger in it and then eat it like a snack. How? He did say that he insisted that it was just a piece of gum. Mm Mm-hmm. How do you not make that thought process before you get to the entrance? Like, oh, crap, drugs and guns. I need to shoot up. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. It turns out Quincy 
was charged with possession of a firearm by a convicted felon. So it wasn't Quincy's first time at the rodeo. Yeah, he should have uh, known better. Yeah, uh, destruction of evidence because he ate that chalky white substance. Now, um, yeah, that's a problem. Yeah. It's a problem. Not good. Yeah. But apparently... Uh, back on Martin, March 19th, he had been at Disney and he also was found to have a gun in a black bag. So he was holding it on for his sister. Oh, and let me just hold that's that. That's not you. my gun. That's my sister's gun. That's I'm going to hold it. Yeah. 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 I think he should probably just maybe stick to other venues where you don't wear a gun around your neck like a necklace. Yeah. yeah, and don't carry around chalky white substances. Yeah. And then put them in your mouth. Just don't do it. Just don't. Yeah. All right. I, I love the idea of they're like going for him and he's like, it's just donuts. It's, it's powdered sugar. It's just powdered sugar. It's just my bag of Mickey's. <laughs> oh, those are good though. What are Mickey's? The, the little donuts in the bag. They're called Mickey's? Well, that's the brand. One oh, of them. I didn't know that. Yeah, I, one of many brands. Okay. Maybe you're a donut person. I don't know. Yeah. Is it Hostess Donuts? Yes. That's the only one I know. Mm-hmm. Entenmann's has like the big ones. Oh. Like the big. I think they probably have little ones too, but. Probably. Where are we going? We are going back to Florida. Yay. Yay! And uh, specifically, dear friends, we uh, need to learn about a gentleman by the name of Clarence. Hi. Clarence. Clarence is uh, 61 years young. He entered the Hop and Pop store Saturday afternoon and proceeded to the restroom. Mm-hmm. Only problem was it was locked. Mm-hmm. So he did the next best thing. Do you want to guess what the next best thing was? Yes. The next best thing that Clarence did was that he pulled a Tim Hortons outside of the bathroom. <laughs> no, it wasn't quite a Tim Hortons. I'd call it like a <laughs> like a, uh, a Tim Hortons light. Okay, so it's it's <laughs> oh, not not number that. 2. It was a number oh, 1 situation. Okay. He yep. really had to wee wee. All right, yeah, that happens and then he just was like, "You know what? Screw it. I just like it's when it's what it's that thing that happens and I'm sure it's happened to you, Bradley." When your mind is set on doing that, then you just can't stop. You just got to go with it. Yeah. And that's what Clarence did. It's what he did, but it's where he did it that really earned the story crazy, stupid, idiot status. So, you know, it wasn't just not in the restroom, but specifically where he chose to relieve himself inside the Hoppin' Shop, which I believe is a gas station, um, that earned him crazy, stupid, idiot status. He, I think kind of thought he was like going to be sneaky. Mm-hmm. And so he entered something called the beer cave. <laughs> is, yep. Is that a thing? That's a, well, what's a beer cave. That's a thing in liquor stores where they have a whole separate room just for the beer. So I suppose this place calls their room, the beer cave. Yeah. So he was at the hop and shop and uh, I'm going to go here to beer hop and shop see if i can see mm-hmm. so he opens the um well i'll tell you the story before i go doing my own like googling like never mind i'm gonna stop telling you the story and just google to find out no um so according to the arrest report he enters the beer cave and uh thought he would make the appearance of looking at merchandise so he was like do while simultaneously letting something loose 
and whizzing on a bunch of beer. That's so he was like, I'm going to look over here, whiz, whiz, whiz. And then I'll look over here, whiz, whiz, whiz. That's not summer shandy. No. In fact, they had to get rid of six cases of beer because of his summer shandy all over the place. Gross. (laughs) They literally like, there were six cases of beer that were damaged and could no longer be sold. How was how did they define that it was just six cases? I mean, I feel like that was going everywhere, but Well, I suppose if it was damp or not. Also, why would you think like I'm gonna go into the beer cave versus like I'm just gonna go around the back of the building and whiz on the back of the building? That's what I would do. I mean, I mean if you have to go and you're gonna go, at least go someplace, you know, that's not offensive or going to damage food products. Exactly. You would go out behind the building and maybe find a strategically placed bush or plant or something because someone's going to notice you and your summer shandy in the beer cave. And then now you wrecked all those six cases of beer. Yeah. Is he going to jail now? Yeah. um, In fact, he was arrested and charged with criminal mischief and uh, had to post a $500 bond. And he looks like, yeah, I peed on all that stuff. What's your problem? I had to pee. Oh, honey. Shouldn't have locked the bathroom. Oh, yeah. Also, you couldn't just wait till the next guy got out. Because by the time he was done, the guy was probably out. When you got to go, you got to go. All right. Where are we going next? Uh, We're going to Washington, D.C. Yay. Our nation's capital. Yeah, our nation's capital. And apparently there's a menace. Sorry. It's just... (laughs) DC wanted to be well that's not the bird that we're talking about Bradley in this crazy stupid idiot we're actually talking about this (laughs) it was a turkey yeah an American well I guess the turkey is you know the first American bird it well there's a menace that's haunting the Anacostia Riverwalk Trail in Washington DC oh no Bikers, watch out. Walkers, beware. Runners, better move fast because there are wild turkeys on the loose and they're attacking people. Oh, man. Man. And apparently somebody on this trail in Washington, D.C. has actually been sent to urgent care because they were attacked by a turkey. Really? I don't. I don't. It's turkeys. I don't mess with them. I go in the exact opposite direction anytime I see a turkey. Yeah. You see a turkey coming your way. You just say, well, that's nice. I'm going to move the other way. So actually, my crazy, stupid idiot is this turkey. Now, I don't want any harm to the turkey, but the turkeys are just kind of, you know, being turkeys. Yeah. So to speak. I will say turkeys act like they own the place. Yes. Because they will just go anywhere. Like you will just all of a sudden you turn a corner and you're like, oh, my God, there's like, uh, what do we call a group of turkeys? A gobble. Sure. Uh, a gobble of turkeys. A lurky of turkeys. <laughs> a lurky, I like a lurky. <laughs> a lurky of turkeys. Um, you'll just see like all of a sudden they're just like, boo, 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 We're just going to own this front yard here and you better get out of our way. And let me tell you, Bradley, right now, the turkeys are doing this. Okay. Ew. Getting freaky. Those turkeys are horny right now. I don't think I've ever seen horny turkeys. I saw a turkey orgy this weekend. Ew. What does that look like? Well, he was all... Did bustle they... up and ready to go. Oh, it was okay. this big Tom and a couple of gals. Okay. And I was like, look, I'm just going to look the other way. <laughs> I'm going to leave you be alone. Yeah, they probably wanted some privacy. So. Well, uh, stay clear of the Anacostia River Trail Walk, mm-hmm. River Walk Trail. And just, you know, a public service announcement. 
the turkeys are horny right now. Let the horny continue without you being involved because you might get sent to urgent care if you mess around with them. I want to know where the turkeys nest. Like, have you ever just seen a turkey sitting? Because I always just see them lurking. Yeah. Maybe that's why it's turkey lurky because they are real lurky. Yeah. Like, they're just like, yeah. What? I'm walking. Sure. Get out of my way. Try me. (laughs) Anyways, we've been warned. We've been warned. When we come back, we're going to play a game. A special friend of the show, Rocco, has designed something for you and I to play, Holly, I guess. Yeah. We'll do that. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game. And you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. We come back right here on My Talk 107.1.